0: Where will I go? Psalm 139, 7-12 through 12. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely, the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be the light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. Hello. Um, My name is Annette, and I was tasked and asked to Give forth a prophetic word, encouragement, a scripture for those of you that would listen to this Voices podcast. And I'm here to tell you, no matter what's going on or where you're going, where you've been, all that, all of those things, um, there's no place that you can go that God cannot find you. God does not know that you're there. So this really came about, you know. My week, as with everybody, it's been it's been an interesting week. And there's so many things that go on just in a normal life in a week. So many things that happen. Depending, and I say normal life because, for sure, I'm not I'm not normal. And probably neither are you if you're listening to this. But there's so many things that go on in the world in, in a week in a week's period of time. Just just. Just take your last week that you've had, and you look at all the things that have happened. Some from say Monday to the day that you're listening to this, and you you look at where God's been in each and every step. So one of the one of the things that that boggles my mind sometimes is to realize that from the beginning, from the very first day I was born, but really from the beginning of time, but from the very first day that that life existed for me. God has been there. Now, if you know me, you may know that I have not been a believer all my life, that I came to know the Lord when I was around 25, 26 years old, had uh, lots of struggles up to that point. But around 25 or 26, I realized, wow, God is the only answer that's going to work for me after doing many other things, which we won't talk about right now. (laughs) But... This whole time, God has been, that whole time up to 25, 26, God was with me. You can see him in the days gone by where he has been a part of my life, where he has been, you know, input. He's been giving me opportunities to to find him. uh, And all that time, he's been there. You ever ponder why? Why did this happen? Why did I go this way and not that way? Why did I go different things? Why did I go to college here and not there? Why did I move here and, and not there? Why did I get a job there? There is so many things, and and I can see God guiding me in in uh, opening doors. That sounds a little too lame, but that kind of a just that kind of a input into my life before I even knew him but he knew me. It's not as though he didn't know me. And so, in just this last week, there's been so many ups and downs and so many challenges. And we're in this year of grace, we're halfway through this year of grace. And you know, if grace abounds, so do challenges abound. And the challenges are, are, are being presented for us to decide are we going to receive grace or are we going to deny it and it just seems like every single day that opportunity is given to every to me i'm i'm going to say it's not just me i'm going to say that you all understand what i'm saying every single day the opportunity is given um to me to understand grace to move in grace and to have that opportunity to breathe in the breath of God, and to partner with the spirit of God within us. The, I would like to say that it's easy, but I've come to to find out that there is nothing there is nothing easy about this walk as a son, except receiving the love of God. To me, is is easy, and feeling that joy and that understanding. So when I was thinking about this, about this, where where will I go? That's like not really not really a question that a lot of us ask. Do you remember in in the book of John? Well, do you remember the story I found in the book of John where the disciples were having a converse, conversation um, with with Jesus? Well, actually, I really think Jesus was having a conversation with a bunch of people, and it was talking about um, about really communion i'm i'm being very very broad in my definition about communion and and it was very interesting exchange exchange that that Jesus had with with the disciples and with these men and so as a matter of fact this the conversation was so i'm going to say it was intense how could it not be intense when some people hear what's being said and turn around and walk away has that ever happened to you when you're sharing something, you're talking about something even of great depth, and people just look at you and turn around and walk away. But this is what happened. So Jesus is amongst these many people, and there's there's a group of of, of Jews that are around, and he's he's speaking to them. He's he's answering them que- answering questions because you know that's the way it is sometimes trying to trap people with, into, into words being spoken, trying to trap them into what they're speaking for, they're speaking life, and so forth. Well, he had been talking about, um, about being the living bread. That's what he was speaking. He was speaking truth in such a fashion that it almost insulted the people that were listening. You know, and so, so the, so they're, they're, the Jews are saying, "How can this man give us flesh to eat?" They didn't understand, obviously. And and Jesus' response is, you know, "Hey, listen. Except if you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and you drink His blood, you have no life in you." And so you know, he could have just said that and stopped. He kind of he elaborates after that. But I'm looking at the scripture going, can you imagine standing there amongst all these people listening to this man named Jesus say that you have to eat flesh and drink blood. Now we know what he was talking about. But the people that were listening, they they were taking what what they heard and they were listening through a filter, through a, a ears that had already made a decision, had already made up their mind. They already looked at Jesus and said, This guy's this guy's crazy. This guy's talking about being the Messiah. This guy is saying he's the way, the truth and life. He's saying he's the Son of God and that that's just that can't be. So when you have that attitude and then Jesus speaks forth the truth, where he's talking about the bread of life and the the blood that redeems their their thought process is already is already sold. It's already it's already in the wrong place, shall I say? But it was in the wrong place. So he says these things, and and he he talks about um, about specifically about the bread and about the blood and, and an understanding that's beyond what their thought process thought processes are. And so the people that were standing there there's, there was a group of people that were that were for they were for Jesus. And even amongst the group of people that were for Jesus, there were still some people that weren't exactly sure. And then there were a, a group of people that were like whatever, the, dude, you're crazy. I don't think they would call Jesus dude, but that's just me. I'm doing a a little bit of an a netism here. So what happens? After he speaks these things. Well, many of his disciples, when they heard this, said this this is a hard saying. And who can hear it? So who can process what's being said? Who who can hear this? Who can um, hear and obey what Jesus was speaking about? And Jesus said, you know, hey, does this offend you? And, you know, what and if you shall see, when and if. Well, talking about you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before. So you listen to the statements that he's making. He's speaking truth to them, obviously. Look, I'm going back to where I was before. And if you didn't understand that, that would have just like, wow. That would have just kind of blown you away a little bit. It is the Spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak... Unto you, and this, this word, the word "words" means rhema. The rhema that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. They are Zoe. They are Zoe. But there are some of you that believe not. He he knew because he knew he knows the hearts of men. He knew and he knows the hearts of men. Um, for you know, Jesus knew from the beginning who believed. And who were who were going to betray him. And so he told them, He said, Therefore said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my Father. I mean that's that is a statement and a half. That is a statement that many people don't totally understand. It is about Jesus, but it is really it's really about the Father. Without the Father there's no Jesus. Without Jesus there's no Father. <laughs> without the Father there's no salvation, but without Jesus there's no salvation. So he was giving them an opportunity. He was he was he was giving them that that door like which way will you go? Where are you going to go? Are you going to are you going to follow the truth? Are you going to open your heart to hear what I have to say or are you going to walk away? Now most of you listening to this walking away is is probably not even in your vocabulary or in your brain but you must know you must that the enemy would still like you to be in a place where you're, you might even have a little doubt about anything. Well you're a disciple. You're a saint. You're a son of the Most High God. And when Jesus turns to you and he asks you this question Will you also go away? You will say, just as Simon Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Your eternal life is found in the Father. Your eternal life is found in in Jesus. And for the longest time, that that was awesome and good for me and in my heart. And I felt it there. But now... I want it, I want it even more not only do you have eternal life, Father for those that will believe and those that understand that your your Rama words have eternal life we want to we want to be a part of what you're doing we want to be a part of of every move that you make we want to be a part of your spirit so when you go back to Psalms and you read one thirty nine and I was reading seven through twelve. You see, when, when you read this, you understand that it's not a question that I can get away from the presence of God. These are statements that no matter what's going on in my life, as long as my eyes are fixed on you, as long as my eyes are, are, are stuck in your eyes, as long as my heart is open to your rhema words, I will continue to grow. There's nowhere that I can go. That I can get away from you. And there's nowhere that the enemy can try to take me or try to deliver me. Even if I put my bed in hell, behold, you, Father, are there. So I'm going to read this one more time Psalm 139, 7 through 12. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Now this again is a statement. I know it's a question mark, but it's a statement. Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? No way. Where else will I go? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say... Surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day, the darkness and the light are both alike to thee. Father, I I ask that these words will be real to everyone who hears them, that they will understand and know your love for all of us, from the beginning of time until today, the time that someone's listening to this message. May we follow you with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength, because there is nowhere else to go. Where will I go? Who has the words of eternal life? Only you. In Jesus' name, amen.